Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, to In Bed by Nine with Jeremy. And this week, we got Alex back. I'm back! (laughs) And feeling feisty. Let's do this. All right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've been gone for for a while. Uh, You know, Jeremy, thanks for taking the reins and, like, running with it last week. Um, No problem. I know it was a, a a moment we had some plans in place, but then, like I said, you message saying, "Hey, I am, I, I I'm dying. I will talk to you all later." <laughs> change and of plans. The change of plans. <laughs> um, I can't sit up, and we'll go from there. But yeah, I did have COVID. Uh, pretty much what ended up happening is I'm Monday. I woke up, and my wife goes, "You feel like a firebox," and she did my temperature, and she's like, "You had 103 temperature." uh you're staying in bed <laughs> she yeah. left she left and then came back and like swabbed me and i don't really remember her doing that because i was kind of in and out the entire time and she swabbed me and then next thing you know she comes back in with a mask on standing inside the room she says well you have covid according to the test it was vibrantly red and vibrantly blue on the rapid test uh <laughs> so you have straight up covid um you're stuck in here and i was like all right cool so monday all i did was constantly sleep and she kind of came in every once in a while and dropped some water off and make sure i stayed hydrated <laughs> and i just slept all day monday tuesday i felt better but i couldn't sit up because every time i sat up i felt extremely lightheaded and dizzy and i just laid back down yeah. um and try to eat some food and then like wednesday i was feeling better but i still kind of felt lightheaded and even now every once in a while i get these like weird lightheaded like the best thing to say is like your head disconnects from your body for a little bit and your arms get all tingly and weird feeling. Like, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Like you, I feel like my head just goes pink and then my, my hands get all tingly um, and arms get all like that weird, like you're falling sensation. Um, but it's, it's a bizarro. Um, did you have them now? I know you said you were like, you ate some food like the second or third day. So did you like have lots of appetite or anything like that? Or was it, I don't know if it was lots of appetite. I just wasn't awake. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally, I don't remember much as much of Monday. My wife's like, well, you know, she's like, it was weird that you like, you didn't have any TV on. Like, it was like, oh, I had like a whole week off. That was great. I didn't really have the TV on. I didn't watch anything. Like my mom <laughs> called me on like Wednesday. She's like, what'd you do for three days? I go, I stared at the wall. Like I really didn't do anything. Occasionally go on my phone, try to like do stuff on my phone or. Um, you just didn't want to. Yeah. Like just no desire to do nothing really. Yeah. There was no Yeah, It was really weird. Like I didn't care to do anything. Um, like I was like, oh, I could probably, I remember thinking like, ah, oh, I could probably like prepare for like my tournament coming up in a couple weeks. Maybe I can go to it if I feel better. And I was like, pulled my book. I looked at it and I fell asleep. Um, so I was like, son of a gun. Like I had mono when I was a kid and that took me out for a solid month. Um, so I was like, this is exactly what this is going to be. This is going to be mono. I'm going to sleep the entire spring and wake up. <laughs> it'll be summer like it's going to happen again um groundhog yeah (laughs) i hated yeah so it was weird like by wednesday i was feeling uh feeling way better and then like by thursday like or wednesday my fever broke i didn't have a fever all day and then thursday um like midday wait it's thursday yeah i think it was thursday week i was i left the room uh because then my fever was gone for 24 hours and 
a few of our nurses friends said, yeah, you're, you're good to go. Uh, so nice. it was nice to get out of my room, out of that room. I was going stir crazy after that. Cause I like, I didn't want to watch TV. Like I didn't care about the watching TV. I didn't care about doing anything else. Yeah, I just kind of like slept or just laid there. I boring. Um, I mean, like, yeah, it's, and it was weird. It was weird. Like my mom, I remember my mom calling me. She's like, Oh, watch this movie. It's really good. I was like, okay. And I hung up the phone. Like, I'm not watching any movies. I tried to watch Lord of the Rings. I fell asleep a couple times. Like, man, it was whatever. But all my my entire family all got it. Uh, my sons both got it. Uh, my son first got it. My son and my wife first got it first. Um, and kind of explain the difference. She got her vaccine shot six months after I did, and she pretty much had a cold. Hmm. Kind of felt cruddy one day, kind of took an extra nap. We thought it was cold. She tested negative on a rapid test. Like, okay, cool. You don't have COVID. It's, you just have a cold. And I thought I was going to get this cold. So I was like rapidly cleaning the house that weekend. And then my son kind of woke up. He's like, I have a bad headache and I have a, uh, he had a, like a small fever. And I was like, okay, that's weird, but okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever is going on. Um, he tested negative too. It's like, all right, whatever. So they kind of slept the day, which, you know, allowed me to kind of do stuff around the house with the other kids, the other kid. And then uh, Monday, I just gone. <laughs> so, and I like my youngest kind of had something when I was going, when I was getting sick, he kind of sparked a little bit of a fever, but he's fine now. So, but six months later, like that's a shot difference of six months. Like, get your vaccine like really <laughs> yeah no i mean don't if you're thinking about getting a booster be like go get yourself that damn booster i mean i was like oh, i'll get it you know in a little bit i'm actually but, eligible for it now yeah go get that booster if you can get out if you're eligible for it go get it because i Ooh. oh god <laughs> i do not wish the weird feelings like the so sleeping just more like odd than like so it wasn't like incredibly painful or like did you know how oh. like the back back pain Tuesday night. I was so tired. I couldn't fall asleep, but I had so much back pain. It kills. There's one of the like symptoms is back pain. Like I, it felt like two rods were going on both sides of my back and you, so I can't, couldn't lay down. Cause I felt bad. I couldn't lay the other way. I was like fully arched, fully doing, like I was trying to do anything to make my back feel better, but I couldn't fall asleep, but I was extremely tired. I think I, I can match the back pain because I had not this weekend, but last weekend we didn't get a chance to talk. So I, um, I was, um, we finally got cold weather where we had ice. Yeah. And I was just telling, just telling my wife that she was heading down the stairs, the stairs, we have about five brick stairs right in front, in front of the house. I was just telling her, Watch for the black ice, and that's of course when I hit it. So I was it. at the top, and me, I slammed on my back and like went down three stairs. I literally like I had the best knockout, but she had to like, like I could barely breathe. Like I when I got up, I was like, like I couldn't even talk, and I could like I literally couldn't get air. She had to actually. She thought she started doing time with me because she's like, "Are you choking?" I'm like, "I think I am." I'm just like, like that. Shock, yeah. She's like doing it and then finally she started like because i pointed the, my back I just right around my spine like i didn't have a bad walk around i mean i was 
broken or anything like that, but it was like not a cramp. Yeah. So once you started like massaging it out, it started like working its way up. And I was able to, I'm like, she's like, she's like, I thought you were choking. I said, no, I said, I just couldn't talk. So I couldn't say, because I've choked on stuff once she did. I didn't think the Heimlich maneuver was that good, but I'll tell you what, that thing works. Because she did it to me, because I choked out a piece of turkey one time for Thanksgiving. And um, it was a similar feeling. Like I knew I wasn't getting any air. But it's kind of weird because, like, it was like, it was like a calm feeling. Like, it's like, yeah. all right, you have to conserve your energy because you're not getting any oxygen. So it's like, be rational <laughs> about this. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, but yeah, oh man, I'll tell you what. And I did like my wrist it's all i think it's like i didn't break anything but man i, I bruised because like i still have like a tendon here that's kind oh, of oh geez i can see that yeah yeah i'm like it sucks and i still get that like i had a little bit of back pain for like that that day and it wasn't even that day but like the next morning when i woke up I'm like, yeah. oh my god i'm almost 40 like this is the crap i got i got to look forward to <laughs> so but yeah, yeah. No, the I, back pain. I, I don't want the back, to then. <laughs> it was weird. The back pain was a big thing. Um, and then you're like, I was sore all over. Like everything was sore. It it hurt, and it was the best thing to say. Like you got beat up by a car. Like I felt like I hit by a car, then yeah. like slapped around with a wet noodle. Like it was really weird. And then um, I think like Tuesday night, I got like massive insomnia. And I couldn't I fall asleep. I was up all night. So I get I I get I get it's so hard for me to fall asleep. That's why like I don't even minus I don't even mad like it's not even a bad thing if I like, have to work later because I'm like if I can fall asleep by four, or three in the morning, I can sleep till nine or ten. It'd be great. Yeah, so, yeah it's so. weird. It's it's uh yeah, those symptoms I don't the COVID suck. thing is weird. It's just like those symptoms were odd. Like I didn't but, have a cough. But that's the weird thing. Well I said that I'm a kind of I'm a you don't have a cough as much. No, I got one later though, like a couple of days. A couple of days later, I got a bad cough. But, huh. but so. the range of symptoms is weird with it. That's yeah, the, whole the range was weird. Like, I know, like, it was standard. pretty much to say it's a, like a head cold, and you just feel sick, and then all of a sudden, like I had a spike in the fever, and that was messed up. But anyways, I'm alive. I'm here. Good. So, um. Yeah, I know I didn't send you anything too either to say, hey, let's go check out these ideas. But you know, next week we'll get another guest speaker. Um awesome. have plans set up. But I did want actually um being somebody is from the some somebody is from somebody that uh hails from the uh Midwest, I was kind of reading and then watching this like TikTok and had this like interesting kind of like thought process mm-hmm. uh about some things. And then I did a little research and dug dug into a little bit more um about like regional regionalization of people and commonalities that kind of show up from them and how that plus a generational things kind of cause this system to kind of happen within different locations um and they're talking about how because of the midwest there's there's a lot of track to this weird imposter slash what's the word I'm looking for imposter slash 
social defiance, like social disconnect mm-hmm. between the two. Um, and the guy was pointing to the fact that he was talking to his parents and they live up in Marquette and they're like, well, how is, you know, going into COVID lockdowns and going into these um, isolation times and away from anything, like how is that affecting your life? And the parents are like, it's not doing anything to me. And even like for me, like for, uh, to be honest, personally to my life, like the lockdowns, didn't do very much i'm a very isolated person i live in a very metropolitan area like you know people think michigan something and think oh yeah you must live in the up that's why you like to be by yourself no i live in like a very metropolitan detroit suburb area um so like yeah there's there's things that goes on i go play tournaments i like playing you know going to meet people but yeah but honestly though like it really did not rattle my life um even my parents, when they were complaining about it, I'm like, mom, dad, you guys don't do diddly squat. Like, you don't are not part of clubs. You're not doing anything. You're not part of social groups. Like, like you don't go out to social meetings. Like, your your life is pretty much the same. I go, I don't really understand your problems. Um, and this kind of connected the idea of, like, the, the Trumpist kind of poll. But I'm not going to go political. But just the, the idea that there's able to kind of get this, this fervor slash isolation is because what they're pointing to and i'm rambling and i apologize oh, you're I, get good. Talk. I get to talk this is cool um <laughs> talking to somebody else uh that the wall correct um that normally people in the midwest are very isolated they don't really do much of anything they might belong to a church group they might belong to a social club but that's a might most of the time it's not like the West coast or the East coast where you have the multiple clubs you're part of multiple programs you're involved in your, you know, in Detroit or in like in New York, you're very integrated with the social interaction. You're always moving around out West. You're always moving around the different social clubs or social things. You're part of this club, that club. They don't have that in Michigan. You don't have that in the Midwest as much. You don't have the, the golf club, the sports club, the swim club. You just, you go to play golf with your friends every once in a while. You go to this. You're not signing up for anything. We ought to get you up in the tree blonde and go hunting every <laughs> <Well>, September. <laughs> okay. You go hunting in the tree blind by yourself. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> you can go with a friend and drink some beer. <laughs> Bring well, Jim Bean. It's not, it's not like the, I don't know, it's <laughs> not a ma- massive you know, think about like New York. It's not a. It's completely different. Oh yeah, um, they can't go get their lattes. Their whole life screwed up. Correct. Um, so it's just it was an interesting kind of thing, and it being it being somebody that's grown up in Michigan and been around Michigan for a long time, and able to take that step back moment, going that makes sense because then it pulls in the fact that Midwesterners are very isolated. We're different than the rest of the world the rest of the country we have these different mentalities towards things um we feel (laughs) alien that's the word alienated we feel alienated because we're not part of a group we're not part of the groups and we're if we are part of a group we start to kind of alienate ourselves because we don't think it's comfortable it's not normal so we start to pull ourselves away so it's a very interesting kind of component so, huh. I don't know. 
it was no, something I was looking into like for a little bit and I thought it was interesting. It makes sense because like I was gonna say I'm like I don't feel like my life's been completely altered or anything for the last two plus yeah. years. And when you mentioned that they were up in Marquette and they didn't feel like I'm like, well they are kind of isolated up in the middle of, of <laughs> nowhere. But, you know, having driven that way many times, my brother went to Michigan Tech, so he was up in Houghton. So okay, I mean there. yeah, there's nothing up there. It's like end of the world four miles, Houghton six miles, you know. Yeah. Right. But it's just yeah. it's one of those moments where they're like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Well, then it it kind of pulls into this factor that I, I kind of wanted to pull into a little bit when it comes to like the streaming side of it is that the the imposter syndrome. Um, I think that's something that happens quite a bit, and actually, it's kind of becoming a trend on Twitter uh, that I've noticed today because I was like, oh, we should talk about this, and I look on Twitter for some reason, I start seeing things about imposter uh, syndrome. <sighs> Um, and streamers talking about how, you know, no one can tell you what to do and how to do better. Everyone's talking about how, you know, there's not this one magical path anymore to do this. But those are two things that I've seen a lot of. I'm like, this is weird Twitter. But what are you feeling on like imposter? Uh, I can't say it anymore. Imposter syndrome. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, I think everything you said's legit i mean um i think did you know do you have this do you know what a posture syndrome is not a ton um is it like like you don't feel like you're actually able to do this correct like, or do something okay that one so like it kind of plays in the idea of the alienation conversation yeah. like i'm not that. good enough to do this or yeah. that type of thing okay even though everything's going in a positive like yeah or even if it is negative like if it's a negative stream like you're always having like my last night stream i had maybe five people show up at one point in time like okay cool like maybe one person but i've been doing it for a year like some people might say it as a negative like hey i've been doing this forever why am i not pulling more people it's like well i'm lazy um but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I did okay. <laughs> I don't set. I don't set numerical goals. No, no, I haven't done that in, the, in years. That's how I avoid imposter syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's, to be honest, your I think bar. That's... What's my bar? The floor. Yeah. Like, don't worry, I'll be on thousand <laughs> all the time. But to be honest, that's actually a good point. Is I think that a lot of people when they do stream, they do those number games. Like, I need to yeah. have growth i need to get so many new followers i need to blah 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 blah. um after affiliate i think it doesn't really matter unless you know personally myself after he had affiliate status i think doing the number chasing is a problem yeah i think that causes more negative results than it is the jump from affiliate to partner (laughs) that's a horrible number game to play yeah it's a horrible number game and i think if you know, if you focus on yourself, your brand, your 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 tactic, your 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 stream, having fun with it, you know, engaging your community, then you'll grow, yeah, and you hit that part. Of that. Yeah. So, but I think that's a big thing that's kind of happened, especially now, is because a lot of times during the holiday season or last year, people are a little bit more loose with their money. People are a little bit more open to sub the things. And then January kind of hits and those subs wear off and your numbers start to dwindle. And 
and you're starting to kind of get that moment of uh, I went from 40 you know, subscribers to three and you know I'm not going to hit that number this month I'm not going to get that payout this month or whatever and you're feeling kind of like well you know I'm an imposter I did well last time I'm doing the same things nothing's changing so yeah, I can. I mean, I can get where people can get caught into into it. I I look at it as like, for me, I'm just like, man, like it's it's not something I'm ever going to get. I personally never going to get caught in because I just don't. I don't care. I just don't get up. I mean, I can find the the, the positive in any of it. So I guess that my mindset won't let me get caught in as easily. Yeah, I can. I can see where people are like. Man, like you said, if you go from like to say somebody gives a bunch of subs to people and then none of them renew the next month, it's like, oh, yeah, it looks like you just fell off the face of the earth. And that yeah. negative is so much more impactful than, you know, it takes like negative a million, million positive things to, to make that kind of impact. Yeah, negative is always very, you know, people remember the negative over the positive always. Yeah. Yeah, I always remember getting punched in the face versus getting high five. <laughs> you know, that is a great way to explain that. You always remember the punch in the face, but never the high five. Oh, yeah. I'm like, stealing that. I am stealing that. Oh, it's yours, right. man. Um but no, I think it's legitimate. I mean, I think people I think it affects them in, in streaming. Yeah. So and you brought up the fact too, and the kind of continue our conversation on this um you know dealing with the situation dealing with that imposter that that failing system i know i'm i'm I'm, honestly though for the listener i am mixing imposter syndrome and like a failing system or you know you're failing yourself kind of together because i feel like it kind of goes hand in hand because you you were on cloud nine and then you're kind of declining and then that little bit decline is Oh, I I can't do this anymore. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where, as you said, Jeremy, it's not chasing the numbers. If you can mentally get yourself away from the number game and just work on having good times, then it'll naturally grow. Yeah. Mind over matter. If you don't mind, yeah. it don't matter. <laughs> so, yes, and I think if you're if you're focusing on the right things, being yourself, your stream, who you are, and then just really getting it out there multiple different ways, you're gonna get the follow count. You're gonna get your sub count. You're gonna get more people in your stream. I'm honestly gonna point to the fact that I do get random people showing up on my stream because of this because of my acts on like Twitter, um, my things that I put online. And it just occasionally they're like, hey, you know, I saw you did this. Let me just hang out here. Yeah, it's cool. It's um, marketing, man. Yeah, it's just That's... my brand. Who, who am I in branding myself out there so that people can find me? Um, I agree. I think it's how you, yeah, I think it's the groundwork like you do. Like however you, like you said, branding, marketing. I mean, I just... I think that's a huge component of it. People don't put in the work. Yeah, I found it. I did find a streamer, and I, I'm more amazed by him 
they think like he literally just started started streaming and i found him on tiktok because his wife put him on tiktok and so i went to his stream just like all right let's go check this guy out so i followed him because he was trying to get affiliate so i'm like all right, i'll follow you man and he got affiliate within a day like pretty quickly um and you know he branded himself and now he's kind of pushing it like he's breaking his own little records every time um but he gets quite a bit of people in his stream and he's very over the top and i'm i'm more interested in him to see what happens when those numbers decline because they're going they're going to it it will happen it always does if it doesn't more power to the man um but it'd be interesting to see what happens to him no it will be like i look at I think, yeah, I mean, I think no matter how much success you have, it's going to be, like, I just, it's crazy. Like, I look, I hate, I'm going to throw my wife's name on there a bunch of times, but, like, she's big into uh, Instagram, home decor. Yeah. Um, like, she's up to 585,000 people follower account. And she does, like, romantic glam, and she's almost launched her business. You know? There's million boxes behind us there. Yeah. Box, but getting inventory on that too. But I think like like if she doesn't get like this, this is one of the things I had to talk her away from the numbers. It was like once she let go of the numbers, it got so much easier. Yeah. I'm like just focus on the content. I said, like, and then because she had somebody uh it's a pretty ruthless world in the uh, in the home decor world arena. I was not aware of it, and uh, it was like I'm like I see bunch of glittery, pretty things, hearts and comments, and like man, I didn't see the knives behind them things. But okay, but because she was yeah. she was upset that somebody had uh, they were basically she had she's had problems. With people will repost her stuff. They use her hashtags. They use her descriptions because they've seen her grow and. So they copy. Well, she had this. I'm like, usually, I'm like, well, if it's an issue, where like I'll look at them too. I'm like, I always said, just come to me before you do anything. Yeah. And, uh, so I look at it. And typically, it's a rip off. So I'll be like, okay, well, if they're not going to do anything, I said, just block them so they can't see your stuff. And then you don't have to worry about feuds or any of that stuff. They just can't see your stuff. Can't bite your style, whatever. Well, the one she had last week. She goes, this girl's been copying everything off me. I'm looking at the girl, and she's got like a million followers. So it's not like she's, I mean, I, I don't know if she'd slow down. I'm like, okay, well, let me look. And then I'm reading through it. I'm like, yeah, she's used all of, like, the, the gist of it, the languages, everything my wife would say, the hashtags. I have her name and all of them. But she had done a couple of subtle changes where it had changed to like, follow her page, follow her, her business launching suit. I'm like, look at this. I'm like, she's actually helping you. Yeah. I'm like, and she's got a million followers. So they're seeing and and your growth, I think supports it considering that you're, you're growing. I said, so, you know, just be careful before you. Yeah. Don't yell. Somebody read into that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And that's reading into not even the numbers, but just read in like the first thing you say, I was trying to bite my style. Like I've had, uh, Reaction, be more uh, view, over looking at the entire picture. Yeah, it's just be tranquil, man. Don't get yeah, yeah. That does. I agree with that too. I think the tranquility does 
And that's why I don't get too, that's why I always, like, I'm just, I try to be positive. And that's why I just don't think, like, like, for, for me personally, I think if you have a positive attitude, you can get help with that imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and that, and, the, and just that negative trap that people can get into. And then if you see the numbers and then you're like, you go to that place and then I'm like, so yeah, I just, I try not to let, I just, I don't like things bothering me like that. Right. I was going to say one thing that, and I always put this out here is, you know, you're doing something right. And for the listeners that are, you know, if, if you're a streamer and you're on Twitch or whatever you're on, you know, you're doing something right. If when you're not streaming, you're gaining followers, even mm-hmm. if it's one or two or three here or there, if you're not streaming and you're growing, your follower account goes up, or you get a notification. So-and-so is following you. You're doing something right. You're, yeah. you're, you're connecting somewhere. You're doing something that's doing that connection. Like when I get those one or two you know, off stream follows, like I am ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go, oh, that person just followed me. Occasionally, I may even send them a message. From, hey, thank you for the follow. I go, I know I'm not live right now, but I want to give you a heads up. Say thank you. For the and we'll, we'll, well, I'm watching when you come back on. But it just, you know, sometimes I'll do that. I'll send them a quick little message. Cool. Um, and say, hey, you know, thanks, uh, whisper or whatever. I'm like, hey, thanks for the follow. And I'll, and I'll check you out, you know, and you check me out when I go live on Saturday or something like that. Um, or even like, I'll even promote the Twitter. I'm like, hey, you know, I don't really have a Discord or anything. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that's where I kind of put my stuff out there. Um, so, yeah, I use, I'll do something like that. And it just kind of gives that little connection um, when you don't get that on stream, which is cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that kind of we kind of explained that that syndrome and kind of again took this like really big concept that I like started looking into research on and kind of have this like cool idea like this idea of this alienation, uh, isolation Midwest mentality and how that kind of plays into a lot of the ways that people see the Midwest as well as how we react to things, mm-hmm. um, and then you know. I don't know. It just kind of made me kind of think, like, really think of myself, like, am I a nice, you know, very isolated, very minimized, very into my own things, which I am, as well as do I really like going to meet people? No, I really don't. As you take a, as you peer out of the compound gate, (laughs) I look out my window through the little blinds. Get off my Uh, lawn. Get off my herd. Dang kids. It'd be interesting to look into as well, like, out of all the different, like, I don't know how I have no ability to do this, but I'll probably have to search it. It'll be something I'm going to do tomorrow when I, like, need a moment to, like, not be talking to a, a kid or a parent. Because um, <laughs> I have to go back to work tomorrow. Maybe I'll do some research uh, looking, like, out of regional areas, how many of those have those, like, neighborhood Facebook groups? Or have signed up for, like, next door, Or those, like, yeah. neighborhood apps? Like, it'd be interesting to see, like, is it a very Midwest mentality to have those kind of apps? Because even though we don't want to be part of anything, we're going to be a part of like knowing everything. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just some of the moments of this, and you know, just like the weird things I'm going to kind of like look up, do my own little research on. Um, I like generational things and grouping people um, <laughs> into like groups like this and like figuring out, oh, that kind of explains why people do what they do. So no, I agree. I mean, I think it's 
I think anything people related is interesting. Okay? I mean, that's another way you can connect with your audience, to be honest. I mean, yeah. you know, demographics and how to, what appeals well, to them. It does kind of stink because people always say, like, oh, demographic studies, you know, is possibly like a racist poll. It's like, it can be if it's used in a malicious intent. But if you're just looking at, like Midwest people, it's a demographic. I'm looking at a very demographic group of people mm-hmm. and utilizing evidence based on research, blah, 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 or even my own personal hunches based on my own personal understandings. <coughs> Can I generalize that group of people to give them a, a, something they want? It makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it really does. And a lot of, and one thing I always tell my kids in class too that a people are very set in their ways you you people are very predictable um groups of people i always say like groups of people a mass of person is very predictable like throughout history i can point to things in history I'm like this group of people will do this later on like it's not even like a <laughs> i guess like it's gonna happen because that's what people do they do yep. kind of follow this path um no, not individuals, groups. Um, or, and then people are just strange and weird. If it's weird, people will do it. So. <laughs> That's the truth, though. It's the I truth. Mean, they will. Like, it's just, people are weird. They're going to do it. Just, just realize that. People are like, oh, that's really weird. I don't, can't believe anyone would do that. But people are weird. They're going to do it. Hold my beer. Yeah. It's, if we boil down individualized, you know, it's just what it is. Um, and that, so my kids realize that by leaving seventh grade, they're like, well, humans are predictable, humans are set in their way, and humans and I'm are weird. weird. That's it. If you can hold those things down, you've uh, you pretty much have understand the basis of every foundational civilization beginning in time. Enjoy, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not wrong, though. No, it's not. Should write a book on it. Yeah. Do a podcast. Do a podcast, maybe. <laughs> uh even then I saw a joke. All right. This is a horrible joke. It is horrible. It oh, is boy. partially what it is, but we'll put it on here because I think it's hilarious because I saw it <laughs> online. It was like it was what was it? Like how can you tell me you're a, a, a middle class white male that drink you know something like that i can't remember that i can't remember it but it's something along those lines of like the guy goes do you want to start a podcast <laughs> i was like yeah 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 i gotta find it i am tired uh this is the latest yeah. i've been up in a while would be hilarious <laughs> yeah i'm just bad at jokes right now oh my you're still, my brain is still a little mushy so you are a okay man. Yeah. So things I'm tired. Like I said, I'm I am still kind of getting over things. And uh I was gonna stream on Saturday. My wife's like, you should probably just call it a night. I'm like, yeah, I probably should. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're not behind. Well, she just was like, You're you're kind of mushy. She was like, those things saying, like, you're kind of here, you're kind of not here, you're kind of lost, and I'm like, yeah. Mm. Like I didn't do anything. Yeah. 
it's like if you're tired and you're not tired at the same time, your brain wants to function, but you're just kind of lost. It's weird. Yeah, and it's probably not the same for any two people. Yeah. So that's such a weird, just a weird, it's a weird it's a virus, weird. disease, whatever the heck. It's going to be around. It's going to be here. So, but cheesy crackers. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I think pretty good stuff there. I think that's uh, enough to digest for a night. Yeah. We'll give you some time to start thinking about uh, next week when we bring our guest on. Um, exactly. We get him on here. We'll start talking about some more in depth uh, streaming stuff. Um, I'll talk to the guests that was me with us last week and find out when we get them back on. I think their story's riveting and we can have some good ties in there. And if anyone knows of any other guests they want to probably, I'm looking for a few other, you know, I, I like the streaming aspect, I like the data aspect of it all. Um, you know, I know this is a little bit more of a, a calmer stream. I'm like I said, my, my energy level is all kind of wonky. But if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, you know what, it'd be kind of cool if you bring on somebody like this or something like this, please give us a heads up because like mm-hmm. I'm doing some polls on different ideas. Uh, right now, my world's streaming, so I'm going to lose a lot of streamers. Um, but I do have an idea of a few other people I want to bring in. And each person I try to bring in, I want to fit a specific role or tactic or even if something that's interesting. Yeah. Um, because even a few of the people are thinking of that they're good streamers, but they do some really cool stuff on the side. Um, you know, it'd be kind of cool to bring them in as well and mm-hmm. have conversations on stuff. So, and I mean, so. and we're ever evolving as a podcast. So, I mean, you know, we'll, I mean, even content creation in general is something we can touch on if they're doing something else or whatever, side projects, whatever. It's all, like you said, we do our main thing, but. I think, I think it's yeah. I think it's the poll we're pulling is like human aspect of it, and yeah, uh, we appreciate every listener that's out there listening to our conversations, absolutely, um, and our, our our midnight rambles. And, and the cool part too is if um, we are starting to push more of our social media um, interact ways to interact with us out there. Um, just did uh, create, and I'll put everything in the. Uh, in the descriptions and the notes uh, for the episodes, but we, we have a, you know, we do have a Facebook page, um, not a ton of activity on there right now, being that it's, it's newer, but um, yeah. I mean, if you join that, it's a good way to get a hold of us. Um, Twitter is our, I would say our bread and butter for now. Um, you know, we're both pretty active on there and our personal handles and they're both on there. Um, we do have a show handle in bed by nine podcast that is uh brand smacking new so you can tweet at that too smell the newness oh yeah i can still smell fresh out of the oven so and i didn't burn it i don't think so that's a good thing <laughs> so, um but yeah i mean that's just stuff you know we're gonna try to offer more avenues to just interact with because i mean we definitely like alex said we definitely want to you know take feedback and you know if you know something good or good topics you guys want to hear us go on about um, you listen to us, so we'll be happy to talk about stuff that is important to you guys too. So um, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Pump those socials, get them out there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because then you can go on the socials and you can follow our personal handles too. 
mm-hmm. and uh, get to know us a little bit more that way. Um, so, yeah, I try to post stuff on Twitter all the time. Random, yeah. Oh, yeah. random yeah. thoughts. I'm on there all the time. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So I mean, that's the kind of next next move. Um, give me another couple of days to kind of get my brain uh, back to full capacity and um get myself really rock and rolling but uh sounds good next week, next week definitely should be an interesting conversation cool. um and uh you know i'm working on those questions right now and you know we'll go from there all right and i'm good i'm good to get out of here all right sounds good all right guys well thank you for uh listening and um have a great night. Um, and if, like we said, please follow, like, support, whatever on the uh, on the accounts and even just the uh, whatever platform you you listen to us on, it definitely helps. So yeah, and every like like or positive feedback, you know, gets us out there a little bit more. And we would say this, you know, starting with this, you know, get you know, pass our podcast on to one other person. You know, but hey, these guys are kind of interesting. They kind of ramble at night. You know, when I'm driving the car, it's kind of nice to hear somebody else talking to me at the same time. Um, so yeah, pass this on to somebody else that you know. Hey, check 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 these guys out. They're pretty cool. Um, that way, we you know that's probably our best way to help get us out there. And you know, if you want to support us by any means, that's honestly one of the best supports. Absolutely. So, All right, guys. Thank you, and have a great night. Like those potatoes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.